0: Pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Funny, fun—is it funny? Is it really funny? Am I cracking up here? Well, I dare say not. Whoa, what a spirit already! Qué qué ánimo, qué de ánimo, eh? Uh, anyway, guys, I'm getting my backpack. It does feel light. We'll see at the end of the day, but I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to head, weight. I don't think that's enough. But anyhow, uh, the fog is moving a little bit. Yes, I can see my breath. Oh, let's see if, uh, yes, the gate is working. Um, <coughs> so I'm gonna go on a walk. I changed my idea. thought I was gonna go to Mercadona. Not that I really need to go, but uh, I thought I was going to take a nice loop, but I'm like, no, I'm going to go on the Camino Mozarabe. I'm going to go toward Martos. thinking, you know, a couple, at least two, three hour walk. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Where do I start? Uh, well, let's go with the usual stuff: the water heater. <laughs> so this morning, try to turn it on, doesn't work. Uh, yesterday evening, the guy called, the technician actually came. Uh, it actually came to, to check it out. He had a part already, already with him. One of the and And uh, so after a missed call, because I took an amazing nap, and I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So, And I kind of, sometimes I forget <laughs> that I put it on Do Not Disturb. Anywho, and so uh, basically, after getting through the whole mud, being like, hey, man, I'm already doing something else because I called you and you were not there. It's like, well, that's fine. That's where we are now. You know, moving forward, what do we do? You know, what's the plan? Are you going to be coming today or is it going to be later? Or anyway, in the end, he ended up showing up and he had his thoughts already in his hand. He was like, well, some of you, what's going on? So... And he basically replaced that, and then turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. It's working great. Yes, yes, you're going to be saying, but isn't it kind of what has happened? <laughs> the last few time with the other guys. And it is true, but, you know, there's a technician, and it's basically like an ionizator of some sort. I an ionization and a pilot piece, whatever, an apparatus, apparatus. And so uh he was in and out pretty quick. Initially I said, I might not make it to mass because he arrived around six, yeah, but he was out uh, early enough. So went to church, checked the water heater after and it worked I'm like while. Again, send my messages. And then this morning, you know, just to check it <laughs> uh Since I won't be taking many showers now, uh, no much of a need. And I will more than likely gonna be using uh, something to heat up the water because it makes no sense to let the water run, you know, until until the heater really kicks in and it warms it. So I'll have all the water I need, you know, within what, 20, 30 seconds, and the water won't be hot then. I'll just microwave it or I'll just uh, on the stove. I'll have to figure it out and so basically all right and there's a new error code which is e2 so i don't even know what that stands for i didn't look in the book but uh anyway so relay the information so that's for that so that's kind of ongoing so that's going to be interesting that's one thing um the one thing that was kind of weird is somehow yesterday afternoon the thought came up about bread making because she has a stove in a garage that apparently works. La Cochera is a garage. Garaje is more like a, I think it's more like a mechanic uh, place, like you take your car, I think. Un taller, actually, un taller also. But anywho, and then, uh, but I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be, you know, going up a set of what, 20 stairs or whatever to, loaf of bread which I don't have the pans anyway and I'm like hey, I'm not gonna be messing with that and I'm like I'm gonna keep it simple when I'm here and then I remembered she has a bread maker and so I was like that's right so let's see if it's there you know she had some yeast and flour sorry So I had a few minutes before church and then I, uh, I went down, found the brand maker, it's a big bad boy. Uh, it's a little brand, Little is a grocery store, that's quite spread in Europe, whether it's from Germany or Switzerland, whatever, but anyway, and they have a w- wide range of product. It's kind of a weird a kind of a grocery store. And, uh, and so I looked for the user guide and recipe book. And then I downloaded that and I read that last night. Actually, after reading a little bit, but uh, how not to diet? Michael Greger. I really actually I like the uh, the way he writes and the the funniness of his writing. And anyway, I like it. It's enjoyable. And so I'm like, well, how about how about I do one today? So I have that going on. You know, I have it plugged in, and then. Uh, so, we'll see it's about three hour and forty minutes from start to finish, and I have to say, I have a renewed actually appreciation for uh for those things you know if you do not have like a stove and I know it's kind of something that you just use for that this one actually you can also make jam out of it and i for- and some i guess make some dough basically that you don't bake but uh but yeah, I'm like. Actually, that's kind of, a, I'll have to think about that because to make pizza dough, that's kind of nice. Anyhow, but I like the idea of it. Kind of like an electric pressure cooker. The idea of the, that kind of a convenience. And like I said, if you don't have a stove, and even if you do, I think in terms of the energy, I wonder how much of energy is used in a, in the process of making bread in that versus if you were to do it normally. You know, because your oven, you're going to have to turn it on, what, uh, you know, at least 20 minutes before to get it to temperature, at least 20 minutes, anyway. So we shall see if it's working, of course, you know, so far it looks like it is. I chose a browning color, the program, which is a whole grain bread, so number five, and then it's a big size loaf. So the only thing is you have to have a scale, and of course Pilar has one. So that was fine. So that's kind of going on. So we'll see. I was kind of smelling going in and out this morning. Kind of like a urine smell. Uh, Sorry, my segues are going quite (laughs) faster. I guess it's a coldness of the weather. Makes you more efficient. And uh, smell like cat piss. So there's something, I don't know. And I was going to mop it anyway, all over again. So I remopped the bottom floor on the way out to the walk. Uh, and I was kind of looking at a forecast and yeah, it, does, it does look like we're gonna be done for rain for now. And uh, pretty much what the next week, we're looking at the high around six, seven degrees and the low like minus one, zero, one or two. So we're gonna have a cold week ahead. Uh, I'm being mindful of the heater, you know, of the idea of having that heater remaining on the whole day. I don't like it. Uh, I feel like I'm wasting it. So weekend is a little trickier, you know, because there's no library. But during the week, you know, after my kind of morning, uh, my routine, which I will, of course, keep the room warm, but, you know, comes around nine o'clock in the morning, I can turn it off more than likely for... uh, yeah, more than likely for around five, five hours, possibly. And using the electric blanket, you know, to be uh, cozy. If I choose to take that nap. And uh, speaking of naps, I did mention earlier, you know, about taking that nap and then putting my phone on do not disturb. And uh, my goodness. i have It's kind of, uh, it's really been enjoyable. The, I don't know just going in there i mean obviously having a warm little bed to get into and uh i don't know it's really really been enjoyable so i've been putting a lot of ram ram death and uh and then when i wake up just i want to stay in there a little longer you know not to really do anything just kind of uh yeah just chilling and really really enjoying just laying there and a part of me you know kind of feeling guilty but uh it's really 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 been nice so and it kind of is to me the time of the year i guess i think to where naps feel uh it's not the same in the summer you know i still take naps you know i do get that uh energy crash or that kind of you know But uh in the winter it's different let's see the dog look like it's going to come toward me Yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hola hola que <What's> pasa <laughs> <See, see, see. laughs> Lab, a big old lab came to buy me sniffing friendly. So, anywho, yeah, so but a part of me feels a little guilty, you know, of uh, just indulging in those nap. Okay, so doing caprichado, and capriccio. I think it's right, capriccio. Uh It's kind of like, uh, kind of treating oneself or like being hooked on something, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, no, almost guilty pleasure, but not quite. Not not like a capriccio, which is a guilty pleasure. But anyhow, so those are kind of nice, you know. But the I think I remember before, when sometimes I would do that, I remember in Texas, sometimes my body would would feel like lead, and I would just have to almost collapse on the floor, and I wouldn't need anything, just being able to lay down just the heaviness and weariness and if i remember often out of that the day was done you know and it was not like i'll just be there 20 minutes i don't even know how long i was there but it was just like the juice was gone you know it wasn't fun but this one is not the same it doesn't feel like the same anyhow i mean it's happening anyway obviously if my energy is running low i'm not gonna Yeah, I'm not gonna fight it, you know, kind of like it shouldn't be that way and I'm gonna do whatever I can to, you know, people are doing coffee or Red Bull or whatever, you know, anything to keep you going. Like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with whatever's going on with the body. So, so that's that. (laughs) So, so I'm excited. I was actually excited about that bread machine. So let's see if it's working. You know, it looks like it hasn't been used many times. let uh, still has a little measuring cup and a measuring spoon. Very cute, and uh, we shall see. But if it does, you know, I'll be looking at making some uh, whole grain bread. More than likely, maybe like a half uh, whole wheat flour and uh, half spelt flour, which of course is a whole grain. That's a whole flour, so. And that's something that you find quite easily here in these parts, spelt and whole wheat flour. And of course they have enriched you know, bread flour and pastry flour, and they even have cornmeal in some places, so uh, so that's for that. And uh, on a screen, I guess I haven't talked about that in a few days, I've watched a few things. Uh, I tried like uh, "Welcome to the South." I think it's, it was would be the translation from an Italian movie, but it just looked so cliche. Like the the role they were playing was just like, uh, it just felt so cheap. that uh, I just turned that off. I didn't go further than the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. It just sounded very stupid. Uh, the way I, they were basically lower, you know, the lowest common denominator type character. And I was like, yeah, no. I mean, it would have been cool, you know, to practice my Italian, you know, because it is challenging. Uh, the actors, the movie, when they have those accents and those dialects, because you have quite a few dialects, you know, still in vigor in uh, in Italy. So it's kind of fun. And mostly and I can pretty much watch an Italian movie with an Italian subtitle and be okay. Or in the other case, on Netflix, uh, to put the Spanish one. I'm comfortable with that now. So that was that. That didn't work out. Um, I watched Big Fish again. I liked it. I like Big Fish. It's uh, I don't know. There's there's something sweet about it. It's with Billy Crudup. Uh, Is that Angela Angela Lang, I think. I think that's her name. I'm not sure. I don't know why it is between her and Brenda Davis that I keep forgetting the name. But I think it's Angela Lang. And... uh, Actually not quite impressive, I have to say, a character compared to like uh, Nicole Kidman or Meryl Streep, woman, women who are kind of strong, of stand, in her case, doesn't feel like this one at all. But I like the movie, with Danny DeVito as well, it's cute, he's a cute little teddy bear, Danny DeVito. So enjoy enjoyed that, I'm watching the Dominique uh, Krauss, uh, no Strauss can. Yeah, I think that's how you could call his name, the guy, the the big scandal about the IMF uh, CEO that got arrested in New York for basically uh, sexually assaulted the maid. So, and I'm actually learning a little more. I didn't know that, you know, he was basically looking very good to become the next uh, uh, French president after Sarkozy, who apparently had really ruined the <laughs> kind of a centrist, capitalistic uh, agenda. And so, uh, it's a four-part mini-series, which I really do like. Those anyway, so I'm learning a few things, which that's enjoyable. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not going to write a thesis about French politics or the IMF or you know the New York Police Department political uh, um, practice, but it will be enjoyable. There's that, and I got a bunch of French movies. That I've put a couple now, more and more are coming as suggestion, which obviously makes sense as far as the algorithm is concerned. So one is called "Viens chez moi, je in Copine." So come to my place. I live at my girlfriend's. I live at one of my friends. "Viens chez moi, je in Copine." No, uh, come to my place. I live at a friend's. So it's basically this kind of guy who's kind of like a leech. Michel Blanc, which I really like him. Uh, he plays. He plays those kind of characters that not many people can pull off, you know. When you're being silly, you know, when you play well the silly, you know, kind of like Jim Carrey, you know, Robin Williams, they they have that kind of aptitude to to portray and to embody that kind of persona, and it not only makes them very endearing but very successful in that way because there's nobody else, you know. They seem to be few and far between. Uh, In each uh, stage so this guy was one of the ass so anyway it's the one thing about that movie so again is this guy that basically is completely is a jerk he's a prick you know he's a douchebag basically Uh, and he destroys everything that he touches you know he's basically a mess but it's adorable at the same time. So it's kind of that, which the French seems to have a good uh, uh, pulse on that. But I realized the scenes, you know, there was so much, uh, the pacing of it was just very, very, very fast. It was kind of almost like there's something funny happening, but you're not giving the time to the audience to really let it sink in and then have that laugh. And sometimes it's going to be a little delayed laugh. Anywho, so that's kind of you know, out of that, it just felt like it went too fast. But I have a few more some that I've watched, some that I have not, so some actors that I barely remembered. You know, it's been such a long time, and I'm really, I'm really uh biased when it comes to movie. You know, to me, uh, America stands just uh, alone when it comes to movie making, uh, kind of a well rounded movie making techniques. So, uh, and I I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind at all, you know, switching from that, which I do enjoy, you know, when I come back from church, um, get myself my warm little green uh, mint tea, and then a little bit of a splash of lemon. And now lately I'm doing my orange peel that I'm just steeping with that water. So that that drink, and no, no sugar, I don't add anything else. So just have that like that. And I'm okay with it, believe it or not. And so you know, go up. I get a room more or less warm. You know, then getting close to bedtime, I'll turn on the electric blanket to get it ready, and then uh, and then to watch something, and then being like, okay, time to go to bed. But uh, I also like the idea of uh, you know reading under the cover. That's very nice too. So. And I would dare say that I think it's actually more enjoyable. But I'm not quite there. Sometimes I'm just lazy. Or I kind of want to be distracted. Or I'm just kind of like in I see a very relaxed place. And I don't know. Still in evening, in evening it costs me. I love to read in the morning, even in the afternoon. But whatever it is about the evening, my attention span or what is required for me to be able to read it hasn't panned out quite well, but we'll see. We're still early in the winter. Early in the winter, <laughs> yeah, this is winter. But again, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't had to buy my ski clothing. So winter in Andalusia in this part here, it is definitely colder than uh, you know, like if I was in Conil, it wouldn't be as cold. But you still get that weather. Actually, rain quite a bit over there, you know. Even if it was a little less cold with the rain, it just for me it's worse. So but it's not that bad. So very psyched about being able to go out and move around and still having a warm place to go back to. So so that's for that. So today I'm looking at going further than I have been, actually. Well, I had been Further, when I did uh, Camino last uh, April 20th. How do I remember that it was the 20th of April? Well, a couple of reasons. Well, I mean, there was a date, I guess. I don't know. It was a kind of the date stood out alone, I guess, stood out. Yeah. And the other one is that in Spain is when it officially was not mandatory anymore. I was trained in pharmacy and hospital to wear the mask, which I hated so i was so psyched that i was like ah oh, we done you know like all the albergues and all of that so that was very 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 exciting and so i did you know uh basically uh not the way i'm going now actually because i went through town because i had to drop the keys at this guy's place and uh but in that five minutes I uh, will be rejoining where the trail that takes you through the town normally takes you from where I just came from which is actually the trail split you can go both where you can go the way that I'm going or you can go through town and basically go by the church. Anywho, anywho, otherwise I mean I feel pretty you know I'm I feel pretty grateful. Uh, I feel like a spoiled brat. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking about tomorrow. Of course, I'm going to be very happy to see Pilar. But, you know, there is that kind of routine when I'm in. And I know that that routine is only going to be, you know, for about uh, maybe two months, maybe by now. And then I'll be moving on. But it is, it is something that I like to keep going, you know? So I was kind of thinking, because it's gonna be different, because I have, no, I have no idea what the plan is. I don't think I'm gonna see her today, because I think she's gonna get some kind of a ride share um, to Jaén. What I did not know, however, is that she was in Cordova last night because i sent her a message on friday about hey you know if you remember you know to bring those ingredients if you're not going to use them you know bring them over so that i can use them and uh, i was like i don't i don't even know how you would call sweatpants because they have like those uh sweat uh those um those sweaters they call them sudaderas the one that are kind of like synthetic you know a little warmer and then they have those pants that are kind of similar but i don't know what you call that in there uh, in spanish so i tried a couple of ways wondering but then i realized she sent something later that basically the place where she was staying in cordova so it sounds like she may have gone uh, straight from here possibly possibly i don't know anyhow so so we'll see so i think she's going to be coming to hain with her mother and then tomorrow i'm going to come and meet them and She wants to go to a market, I think, in Torredon Jimeno there is something going on with fabric of sort, I'm not quite sure, and then more than likely we'll go to church. So we'll see, maybe even then coming to uh, uh, Jamilena, though it's going to be cold, you know, tomorrow and for the, yeah, for the next uh, upcoming week. Adios! So there will be that, so of course it's gonna be our love. I love. I know, I mean, I know what it's gonna be like, it's gonna be wonderful to see her, you know. Anyway, so my life is very, very, very sweet right now, very gentle, you know, very kind of quiet. Yeah, sure, quite solitary, I guess, to each his own. Huh? Uh, you know, what works for, what's good for the good is good for the gander, or what's good for the gander. No, I think it's how it goes, right? but that's a wrong, I'm, I know I'm using the wrong expression. You know, to each his own is basically what the expression is. I just wanted to squeeze uh, that which is good for the gand goose is good for the gander, something like that. I don't know why, actually, I never thought, I never think about that expression, but it, it just came up from my subconscious. Maybe it's me reading about the, the karma yoga actually that was what he was talking about this morning about bringing things up from the subconscious about the conscious being about 10 percent and the subconscious being about 90 percent lots of words lots of words right but I i really really enjoy that morning reading it feels like it's clean I get some clean reading, meaning that I'm not stuttering, I am not skipping, I am not bypassing the essays in the plurals. I'm really really uh not reading way too much ahead, so really, really enjoy it, and then it just the experience is just different. you know to me what I'm hearing as I'm reading it it's more than likely I'm not sure it would be as attentive if it was somebody else it's not the same it's kind of like playing the guitar you know and singing a song a song instead of just singing the song it seems to add something to me so anyhow that's for that all right so now we're back pretty much in about uh 50 yards i will be officially back on the official camino and they will actually be on that uh uh, power line post a uh, cinder block, and there's a yellow arrow and basically telling you there's the Camino. I did bring my baseball cap. yeah, looks like we're gonna be that that fog is finally being dispersed a little bit, so we might be getting some sun, so which will make a big difference in terms of how cold you feel. Anything else, folks? Anything else on this uh, glorious Saturday morning? Uh... Uh, Sure, I can, let's see if I have, if I can bring that point in a different angle than I did before. So talking about, you know, going to Mass and what the priest is saying and, you know, enjoying the ceremony and at the same time, intellectually having trouble, you know, with this kind of, uh, number one, when they do the, would would you call it the rosary? I think it's called the rosary. At the end, they do like uh, Santissima. I mean, they just... It's ridiculous, the amount of praising it's like so over the top. I just can't. It's just too much, so I try to get there right I mean basically it's sometime it over it overflows uh you know basically at seven is mass, but sometimes they are barely done, and sometimes they're done a few minutes before. I'm not sure what that's about, but because it's a it's a recording that they play, so obviously it just means that the recording starts later, but uh. It's just like, my goodness, it's, I don't know, I just, pesado. It's just like, uh please, please. So there are things about it, you know, like uh, this kind of negative connotation. And it feels like a lot of, kind of like babysitting, being looked down on. It's just something that's so different, the quality of it, than, you know, Buddhism and Hinduism. The one that I know, of course, you know, my exposure, I mean, by now. I think I can say I've been exposed more to Catholicism than Buddhism, and for sure Hinduism. It's more of what I've read, and in Ramdas. So in all fairness, I can't really speak of that, but I have a little of an understanding about Kali, about the monkey, oh my god, what do you call the monkey? Uh, I can't think of it, anyway. Um uh, doesn't matter. But uh I can appreciate that they all are doing the same thing. This is what I've talked about, that reduction of the ego. I just don't like the way they do it in the Catholic faith. That that uh I don't know. It just uh it is demeaning, it is condescending, you know, it is really uh you can see that finger waving at you as a voice is talking what it's talking. And yet at the same time, you know, I can appreciate, like, and I think the 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 Desert Fathers kind of is helpful because the way they're writing is different. And I think that is one of the nuances that may actually be important and undervalued, is that if you go to talk to a monk versus a priest, I think you're going to get two differences Two, two, two experiences completely different. Somebody who's actually living it, you know, who's basically dedicated his life, who's committed himself to that kind of lifestyle, who's renounced, basically. Uh, un sannyasin, yeah, a renunciant. Sorry, sannyasin is actually from the Hindu. But, uh, you know, who basically gives everything away and then choose to, to live under that roof and then to basically follow its rule and its etiquette and uh that's different than the priest who has his house and who lives in and not that one is better than the other that's not what i want to say but to me it's different because what is the, the the living experience is just not the same at all the quality is not the same and uh, i get that that's a suspicion that i have from the, the desert fathers because I really like what, a lot of what I'm reading, what they're talking about, it just makes sense. And I'm like, I get you, you know? And then it's like, why is that then, you know, when I go to an urban setting, you know, then the picture is completely different. Well, I remember when I was in Houston, you know, when I was cooking for those two families and I was going through my confirmation as an adult and uh, right of initiation, I forgot what it was called. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. But it takes about a year, you know, for an adult to become uh, inducted into the Catholic faith by taking these weekly classes. And when I went to, of course, Houston, I did not stop. So I went to the church that was near and enjoying their program. And uh, and I talked to that guy who also taught at the seminary. Which the seminary is a place where basically you have. Uh, People are going to be converted. It's a trading school basically to become priest. I think it's around two or three years, and you basically, uh, yeah, you're finding out if that's really what you want to do, and you're learning the ropes. And so I was having that conversation with him about the figurative or literal interpretation of the Bible, and that was the first time I was talking to somebody that was kind of basically acknowledging that that thing. You know, instead of being this is what the Bible the Bible is literally true which I had never believed, and I could never believe in that. That makes no sense. And what purpose does it serve? To me, it doesn't. So, of course, you know, if it does for you, good for you, you know, to each his own. But to me, if that's what it is, well, we're not going to go very far, you and I, because it just doesn't it doesn't jive. And this guy was basically talking about the cultural context, you know, about how things evolve, and, and framing the message, and You know what the intent is, and the context, of course, is so important. You know, why, you know, in in that context, let's say, let's make a silly assumption here that it's true, that it existed about two thousand years ago, you know, that most of what was talked about, you know, Nazareth and all of that happened. But who were the people? You know, what were their faith, their understanding? They were looking at life, you know, what symbology was being used and why. All of those things. And then yet, that's still the one thing that's baffling to me, is that you take Hinduism and Buddhism, they have not really updated much, but it seems, it remains pertinent. But uh, it feels capitalism is kind of like a kindergarten school of spiritual learning. To me, to me, it just feels immature. That is kind of the way you would treat a young child who cannot understand, who cannot discern much. So you have to be more strict, you know, you have to be more black and white. And the kind of, I don't know, it's. Yeah, it just feels, yeah, it feels very childish in that way. Anyhow. All right. I think this is, I'm getting lost. No, I'm not getting lost, but I think it's a good place to stop. I think I've been going on long enough. So I'm gonna let's see where to detect me. So guys, surrounded by olive olive trees. Well I guess uh yeah a few olives left. They've actually done a good job. They've harvested quite a bit. They use a leaf blower and rake and so a lot of those olives were harvested, which makes sense. So uh, looking at Chamilena behind me And then going up on the hill, wishing you a beautiful day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and we'll talk later. Ciao, ciao.